Hello and welcome to the Hairdresser Strong Show. I'm your host, Robert Hughes, and today we're discussing pregnancy, maternity, motherhood, juggling business, all of the things that come along with having children as a hairstylist, uh, whether you're a stylist or a business owner or both. Uh, today we have Lisa Kennedy. Lisa, would you introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Lisa Kennedy. I am a salon suite owner from Austin, Texas, and I have three crazy boys. They are eight, six, and three years old. All right. Awesome. That's cool. And we'll show, let's take a look at them right now. Let's check out the picture. Yep. It's rare to finally, to get all three of them in one picture at the same time. So okay. they may or may not be looking at the camera. That's the best I can do. Sorry. <laughs> Um, okay, great. Uh, so, so you have three children. Um, were, were you a hairstylist during uh, all three pregnancies? And yeah, okay. Yes. You know, I actually, I was a different, I had a different life before a hairstylist. I was a computer software consultant. And I actually knew when I changed my career path to become a hairstylist that the main perk was to have a flexibility schedule and I knew I wanted to have kids one day so I knew that this would be a much better work-life blend being a hairstylist than it would be working for a corporation. Cool well uh, it's interesting you bring that up because for those of you who recognize Lisa she did a, a couple of interviews one of them was uh, Salon versus Suite and in that interview she said that uh, the reason why she left booth renting and went into salon suite because she couldn't get uh, a reduced rate for rent to work less day part-time, right? Yeah. To work go part-time. So in order to uh, have that work-life balance that you just mentioned, you went into the salon suite. Mm -hmm. So yeah, why don't you tell us how it was for the first time, like where you were, give us a little context, et cetera. Yes. Uh, so like I said, I have three kids and for each pregnancy and maternity leave, it was completely different. And the first time around, I was trying to figure it all out and plan everything with my clientele and my business and the move. And then the second one and the third, finally figured out by the third one. So I'd love to sh share with you what I've learned each time with each child. So the first pregnancy, I was really concerned about my time, right? How much time I wanted to spend in the salon. It was, I was still building up my clientele. I just moved to Austin, Texas and I was spending, I don't know, 10, 11 hours at the salon waiting around for walk-ins. And I knew I didn't want to have that wasted time in the salon. So I thought, well, I'd rather work part-time. So I, I asked my salon owner and she said, no, I only rent the booth rental chairs full-time, not part-time. And I said, okay, well, this can isn't going to work for me. Can I ask you a question? Were you, is this when you, after you found out you're pregnant or when you were thinking about getting no, pregnant? No, after, after I was pregnant. So you're pregnant, you're pregnant. Mm -hmm. You're figuring all, okay, got it. You're figuring right. it all. Okay. And I just decided, okay, I'm going to find somewhere else that offers part-time. Cause I know I wanted to dedicate as much time as I could to this, this baby that's going to come change my life forever. So I found a salon suite that was actually a little bit less weekly rent than my booth rental chair. And I thought, okay, well, this is where I can move to and, and do my part-time. And what my mistake was, is that I decided, okay, the baby will be born in Jane in sorry, in September. And 
and I'll take three months off and I'll, in those three months, I won't pay any rent and I'll just start in uh, January. I actually took four months that first time. So I'll start fresh in January in my new salon suite and all my clientele will follow me and I'll email them maybe a week before to announce when I'm coming back, right? All of those, I'm sure you guys are going, what? <laughs> those were terrible decisions. Like, Wait a minute, you're going to go for four months and not tell anybody until a week. I know, right? Those were terrible decisions. But at the time, I was like, no, I am dedicating this time to my child. And it's the firstborn child. So, of course, no one else knows how to take care of this baby except for me. So I need to spend the most time with this per this little baby. And it was a, it was not the right thing to do. So I advise all of you out there, don't do that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I did so lose a lot of people. Okay. Yeah. That was what I wanted to right. know. Yeah. Okay. So you did lose a lot. Of, you did notice a lot of people fell off. And, and that's okay. Because looking back when I was at the hair salon, I was there till eight or nine o'clock at night. And maybe those clients weren't the right clients for me. And so I decided, okay, let me define my perfect clientele and let me recruit those types of clients. So my perfect clientele are women who get color and haircut and they can come during the hours that the daycare is open and for gotcha. me that's eight to six on monday wednesday friday and that was it those were my boundaries i put out for me because i wanted to take care of the baby tuesday thursday saturday and sunday and and that doesn't agree with all the clients and that's okay so i focused on those clients that could come during my time and that worked out. I worked three days a week for three years, almost three years. And then when I was pregnant with my second child, I thought, okay, well, I will just tell everyone to go to other hairstylists that I know and tell them when I'm going to be back. And that worked, you know, that, that I did have a lot of people come back to me. It was very clearly defined of what my plan was and that, and they were excited for me to have the second baby and they knew I would come back. Gotcha. Okay. But I did lose some people going, they were going physically to another building because my friends were elsewhere. Okay. And actually I did actually move. I moved from um, my second salon suite to where I am today when I was six months pregnant. So I learned that you move before you have the baby. So the clients get used to going to the new place okay. and, and then they know where to come back. So that worked out. That was my lesson learned from the first one. Okay. And then for the third child, um, I knew I wanted to come back working three days a week. So I, what the key thing I did was I booked my clients three months out. I said, I'm taking maternity for three months. Who wants to be my first person when I come back? Nice. So during those three months with my third child, I had job security coming back to the salon, knowing that I had my schedule already booked out. And yes, they had to change it around because it was so far in advance, but there were some people going, no, 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 no. I have a hair appointment that I have had for four months with Lisa that I am not changing because she's finally back from maternity leave. I'm not missing this appointment. So those, that was a big lesson, was booking your clients 
for when you come back to maternity leave. And maybe, I think I only came back two or three days a week for a good six months, but that was my time. I was going to yeah. allow away from the kids. Cool. So uh, I like, I like this. So, so if you're, if you're going to be, since you're going to be out for a long period of time, I'm just tell, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm going to mm -hmm. summarize uh, some of this stuff uh, from a strategy perspective. Uh, if you know you're going to be out uh, and you're going to be out for an extended period of time, mm -hmm. it's best to and let the guests know and be booking them in advance mm -hmm. to, you know, basically um, uh, stack your guests and be mm -hmm. really busy before you leave. And then that way you can be busy when you get back. Mm -hmm. Is that right? That's right. Okay. And I did hire some, I, I hired a stylist to come work in my salon suite for me uh, two days a week and I paid her a commission. So the clients who wanted to stay with me um, and trusted my, my recommendation, I had a hairstylist. She did my client, she would call me and I would be nursing or whatever. And she'd say, now, what does this mean when your formula said this and this? And, and then I would explain to her. And then the client was confident because she just spoke to me and got my advice of her color. So I did actually hire someone. And so she worked for me two days a week and then she rented my salon suite from me the other days. So she did her clientele. She was wow. a stylist who was transitioning from a salon into salon suites and she didn't have enough clientele to book five days. So she had enough to book her three days. And um, then when I came back after a year to full-time, so during, after the baby was born and after my maternity leave, we split the room. So okay. she worked three days and I worked three days. And then my salon suite rent was half. Nice. That's mm -hmm. very that entrepreneurial. Nice. And then I like after and then she was, she kept asking me, when are you going to come back full-time? When are you going to come back to full-time? I go, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. And so after a year, I said, you know what? I'm ready to start working more days. And then a salon suite opened up next door. So she actually moved to the salon suite next door and had her clientele built up. So it was, it was a win-win for both of us being able to cover my clients and build up her clientele. Yeah. You know what? Some clients stayed with her and that's just fine. There's more clients out there. Yeah. It doesn't make a big, it's not a big deal. Yeah. Okay. So, so I feel like, um, you know, I go into uh, the local schools and I talk to the students and uh, they're all, most of them are like 18, 19, 20, 21 years old. Uh, I would say 80% female. And uh, one of the, one of the things that comes up and when we talk discuss is, you know, it's a very, you know, these kids, these young people are spending you know, I don't know how much tuition is like $20,000 now. And uh, they're, they have to go full time. So they're not working. And if they are working, they're working part time. Uh, so when they think about what's next after school, they're ready to start making money and uh, making and I also just ran a survey uh, for for hairdresser strong to get kind of get an idea of what people want. Making modern money was like, mm -hmm the largest consolidated response of must have. 
And so my big question is what type of expectations uh, someone could have going through this from a monetary perspective? It sounded like you were saying you lost a significant amount of guests the first time around when you didn't do your advanced planning. And it also kind of sounds like maybe each child you had, you lost less guests because of these moves you made. Um, so let's say, let's assume that the, the, a listener is hearing you and uh, they just found out they're pregnant or they find out they're pregnant or whatever. And so they decide to start, you know, letting their guests know and make it their plan. And they take all your, your ideas and your advice. What, uh, what type of uh, financial impact should they expect uh, based on your experience to have? Hmm, that's a very good question. Like 20%? It, it depends on how how much time you're willing to work after the baby's born right so you're not gonna work five days 40 hours three months after the baby's born or maybe you will I don't know but from my experience I didn't want to do that because okay. I didn't when you say yes to one thing, you say no to something else. So I didn't want to say yes to my clients and no to my child. Okay. So I put up my boundaries of, okay, I'm going to work three days a week, nine to six, and that's okay. it. So that's how I can calculate what I am capable of making during that time. Right. And it obviously was less than when I was working five or six days. Uh, so you went from five days to three days a week. And so there's an obvious uh, impact to your income. However, I'm curious, uh, when you look at what your income is now compared to what it was before, were you able to make up the difference by, by being um, more efficient with your business and focusing on you know, KPIs like pre-bookings and retention mm -hmm. and blah, blah, all yeah, that? I'm making more now than I ever did. That's what I want. kids. Absolutely. I am working five days a week, nine to three 30. And because I have consolidated down my clientele to the ones I want mm -hmm. who pay for what I ask them to pay and come during the time I am available, I I'm happier than I've ever been because I have my three 30 cutoff. You know, sometimes it goes all over and I have to call my husband to pick up the kids and that's fine or someone else to pick up the kids but those that's my salon time and I've maximized that from from that and then I have my family time gotcha so it, it's at, there was a point yes where I was making less money and that's okay because in the long scheme of things I knew that once the youngest was old enough to go to school I get my freedom, my schedule back to where if I want to choose to spend that time working at the salon, I can then rake in the cash. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But so it's, it's during the, when it's a little bitty, that precious time when they're first born is worth more than any time at the salon, any money at the salon. And that's okay to be, have less money during that time. It's okay because it's the quality time with the child is, is more important than that.
So, uh, so basically, if someone's having apprehension about about the about all this stuff, like the the cost, the money situation, and how they're going to handle it, um, sounds like you know, since our industry isn't known for having benefits like maternity leave or anything like that, um, did you get any break from your suite for maternity leave? Yeah, that's actually a good point you brought up. When I moved six months pregnant with the second one to a, a new salon suites, uh, they offered uh, six weeks free rent when you sign up. Nice. And so when I signed up, I said, no, I don't want my six weeks right now. Let's wait until July mm. to, to take my six weeks. So I got six weeks maternity leave. Wow, that's interesting. You know, paid. <laughs> was that like a promotion for the suites? It was a promotion, and they still have it now. You know, they say if you sign an, a year lease, you get six weeks free, and that is usually for painting the room, getting it decorated, and and whatever you want to, or you can just move right in and get the six weeks free rent. So yeah, it's a it's a plus, and there's a salon suite a few over from me that three women who are pregnant within the same year all share that room. So they probably each work one or two days a week, but they divide the rent by three. And that's maybe, I don't know, a hundred bucks a week each. And then they get the room for, for a few, few hours when they want. That's it. interesting. So basically, uh, you know, if you're listening to this, then you, in my mind, how I understand what I'm hearing is, there's actually a lot of different ways you can kind of work and move things around and finagle things. Um, you know, having, making, making the decision to bring somebody in to take care of guests. That's mm -hmm. brilliant. Especially if you can find somebody who is in a some sort of transitional phase or maybe new in town or, mm -hmm. uh, or, or maybe, I mean, someone again, with an opposite schedule, right? Maybe you want to work Saturdays and Sundays only because you have childcare. And then yeah. you find someone who wants to work during the week and you just share the space and, yeah. and split the bill. Well, and then this six, then this whole promotion thing, like, you know, thinking in the future, if you're, if you're going out on your own into a salon suite and they have some sort of promotion, I like, I, I would have never even, that would have never crossed my mind. I would have been like six weeks, sweet. Um, but if you're thinking about having children or you want children one day, uh, maybe saving that six weeks for later that's uh that's like a little built-in maternity leave right I mean, and i think every every six months you get a free week oh so you can kind of rack them up yeah for a while yeah and i'm nice. sure if you refer someone you get a credit too and there's there's all kinds of ways you know we're we're very crafty you know yeah. we're very we're always looking for the deal yeah and if you and a girlfriend or another stylist want to share a salon suite and then you want to then take time off. So you have part-time already, you know, there's always all different ways to do it. And I know there are some commission salons out there that do offer maternity leave. I know that Muse Salon in Atlanta, they offer maternity leave, but a lot of the salons, they offer unpaid extended <laughs> maternity leave. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it'd be nice to know that you have a chair when you go back. I mean, I guess that mm -hmm. will make you feel good. Uh, but who knows what will happen during pregnancy and, you know, in the beginning, you might change your mind and decide you want to do what you did, go out on your own or uh, salons. <clears throat> but it sounds like, uh, you know, thinking and planning in advance is probably our, uh, 
is probably the best bet and uh, thinking kind of outside the box a little bit. Because uh, I can imagine like, you know, one, having to move move your suite or bring someone in, that's a pretty big, that can be, an, sounds like it could be in a big undertaking and a pretty stressful situation uh, that people might not want to deal with uh, when they're pregnant or dealing with all these life changes. Uh, so, but like hearing it in advance uh, and being prepared, mentally prepared for that situation to come one day, um, you know, it's pretty amazing what people can do under stress, under like a stress, uh, stressful situation and how resilient people can be. Mm -hmm. So I love this story. This is awesome. I was not expecting so many different crafty ways. That's so awesome. I love that. All right. <clears throat> Uh, so if you had any advice for any, any of our viewers that were say pregnant or, uh, or about to be, or trying to get pregnant, um, what would, what would it be? My advice to someone who is pregnant or about to be pregnant or freaking out that their child is due and what is going to happen with their clientele, I would say that, you know what? it's your baby and there are other hairstylists out there. So your clients will be fine. Take the time to be with your baby and enjoy that time because you can always come back to the salon and see your clients again later. It's fine. Everything will be okay. It sounds like you turned around and you weren't the same hairdresser when you were back after having a child and building, having to, having to go through the process of building uh, with, with, with de people depending on you and mouths to feed, it sounds like, uh, sounds like that might, you know, be a good chance to, uh, put on that entrepreneurial crafty, uh, business hat and, uh, really, really kind of hone in on that. And, um, and I like how you said that you went through your clientele and you decided like what, what type of clientele you want. And mm -hmm. you took it as an opportunity to, uh, kind of wipe the books clean so to speak mm -hmm. and just fill them with what made sense for your life and uh well to and be clear I do have my ride or die clients who have been with me for eight years I mean they were the ones who supported me during all my breaks and my emotional times at the salon and when I was so hot and dizzy I had to lay down they would take care of me so I have my my ride or dies that have been there for nine years. Right. So they, they've, they've been with me through thick and thin. Gotcha. And, and, then, and then there's the others that just come and go, I think, isn't, isn't there a statistic saying that it's the average time a client is with you is two years. Right. Oh, no, I didn't even hear um, that one. Cause of people moving and, and their life situations changing and I feel like I heard that somewhere but to have the clients who have been with you for years and years I mean that's special yeah that and is the special. ones who come with you for each price increase and each child you have <laughs> they stick with you yeah you know, they're they're very special people yeah they are it's pretty amazing how people how awesome people can be that's really awesome to hear mm -hmm. yeah all right, cool. Well, uh, well, I, I hope that um, I hope that everybody got something from this. And uh, would it be okay if uh, someone had some questions if they hit you up and asked you uh, from your experience? Yeah, go for it. I'm here. I'm happy to 
talk you through whatever decisions you're going through and and I can give you the best advice I can give and you take that and and switch it to your situation and then do what you need to do because each person has their own unique situation yeah totally I totally agree with that I think that's awesome so I'll put your uh, your handle in your in the caption and someone can uh just dm you uh if you yes 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 okay cool and uh and if you prefer email, you can mm -hmm. shoot me an email and I'll make an introduction. Uh, listen at hairdresserstrong.com or you can find it on the website. Um, and that's all for today. So thank you so much for your time and uh, really appreciate your story. And I hope to talk to you soon. Thank you. Thank you for having me. This was great. Awesome. Take care.